everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Powerful Stuff. So it's quite funny because I was going to tell you guys something totally different today, which I'm still going to tell you at some point, um, but I just kept pressing stop after doing starting the podcast over and over because I was kind of feeling like I was in a funk. I was in a sad mood. And recently, my commitment to myself has been to continue to show up authentically and to be guided from what I feel in the moment. So I guess this was a perfect moment for me to slow down and check in with myself of what am I feeling right now? And rather than just pushing through or carrying forth with this topic that I had planned out in my head earlier, to kind of sit with you guys and be present with what is. And so I wanted to make today's powerful stuff about how you can cope with your emotion in real time or your anxiety. And what is it telling you? What is your emotion telling you? And to start it off, I'll tell you guys what mine is telling me. I'm feeling sad today. It's funny because I find resistance saying that because I did have a great weekend. I went on a girl's hike on Saturday and my husband and I did a fun little full moon ceremony as one does in Venice on Friday night. And this morning I did yoga with a friend, like all the great things and some, and you know, it was like 75 degrees today. So I like journaled and laid on the beach and then took a bath and I found like this sadness coming over me in the afternoon and I was like, oh no, where is this coming from? Um, you know, like I don't like, I, I found like my, like an old story coming up, like, oh, I don't deserve to be sad today or like so many things have gone right. Why am I feeling sad? Almost like sad shaming myself, if you will. And so I was like, okay, whoa, um, you know, what would I tell a client if they were coming to me with this emotion? I would say like, of course you like are allowed to be sad. Give yourself full permission to feel what you need to feel. And Give yourself full permission to allow what you need to allow because, um, you know, and I've mentioned this so many times in Powerful Stuff before, to feel it or to heal it, we have to feel it as Edith Eager says. And so, yeah, today is really just a quick little Powerful Stuff and a little meditation um, to help you guys sit with and feel whatever you need to feel, whether it's anxiety, sadness, um, shame, resistance. It can also be joy, right? Maybe, maybe you haven't gotten to allow yourself to experience joy, but using our emotions as a compass. And, um, it's so funny because I coach this. And so this is an opportunity for me to put my money where my mouth is that so oftentimes when we, especially like when we're tapping into our, when we want to tap into our intuition or our feminine energetics, whether we're um, a man or a woman, we all have like, you know, different, different energies. And like, I believe in our feminine energetics, like tapping into our emotional compass, slowing down, being with our emotions is our superpower. And yeah, so often if we're running to the next thing or living too much in our head, um, we can become disconnected from that wisdom. So The first step, and I'll kind of go through my process and um, you can follow along with yours, but the first step is to just simply label the emotion that you're feeling. Like, 
I'm feeling a moment of sadness. And I'm actually going to share with you guys this little technique that Kristen Neff shares in her book, Self-Compassion. Kristen Neff is like one of the forefront thought leaders on self-compassion, kind of like the Brene Brown of self-compassion, if you will. But yeah, so she says the first step is to just acknowledge your emotion. So I'm going to do it right now and you can do it with me. So placing your hands on your heart and just saying, I'm feeling a moment of sadness. And just acknowledging the emotion. And then the second step is to acknowledge the connectedness between you and the rest of humanity. Everyone experiences this emotion. Everyone experiences sadness at some point. And then the third step is to make a commitment to yourself. I promise to be gentle with myself as I move through the sadness. And then giving yourself a hug. Wow, guys. I don't know about you, but I already feel a little better, a little bit more seen by myself. Um, And it's so funny because when I try to resist it or push through it, um, to be 90% inspirational quote for you guys today, what we resist persists. And so, yeah, when I was trying to resist it, Earlier, I felt like it kept coming up and my husband kept being like, why don't you put on like Katy Perry and sing Roar and shake it off? And I, and then I was like, don't tell me what to do, even though I know it was coming from the best place. Um, but I think my body was telling me like, you need to just sit down, let yourself cry. You don't need reason or rhyme to why you're crying or why you're sad it will be revealed. Just sit with it and it will pass through. And there's no need to resist it. There's no need to shame it. So yeah, as I kind of mentioned, the first step is kind of taking yourself through that little exercise, acknowledging what you're feeling, and then just allowing yourself to feel it. Like, what does it feel like? For me, it felt like my chest was tight. It felt like my I had like knots in my stomach that obviously my eyes were watering. And then kind of to second step, like slowing down once you're with the physical sensations, as I just was, what is your emotion trying to tell you? Um, Sometimes it can be our inner child trying to speak up because they're feeling a little um, not acknowledged for something. And so if I was tuning in to see like why I was feeling sad today, I would say... It's maybe because I was feeling a little scared. Um, I had this revelation like the past few weeks, and it's something that I'll talk more about um, on a future episode of Powerful Stuff, of doing more of like what I love and not thinking too much about how I package it. Um, Meaning like my zone of genius is long form content, not like all the Instagram clips that come from it to like market powerful stuff on Instagram, for example. My zone of genius is like, um, yeah, like writing and performing stand up instead of, again, like sitting on Instagram, like cutting up reels of um, like, you know, trending audio and a montage of clips. And for so long, I've been trying to do everything, right? Doing the things that, spending an inordinate amount of time at the things that I'm bad at and that I don't like, 
such as like the Instagram packaging, which is draining me from the things that I actually do love and want to be doing more of, which is like the stand-up or the, the podcast. And so I think this week I was talking to my husband and I had this realization that, oh, wow, I could be um, just spending more time doing the Powerful Stuff podcast. And like, who cares if I don't post about it on Instagram? But if I just focus on making the most amazing Powerful Stuff podcast there ever was, making it this visionary, <laughs> powerful pod. Um, I know that was really powerful, guys. But um, yeah, like really focusing on the quality of what I'm saying and the things that I'd love to do um, versus like spending time on the bottlenecks around it, like all the admin around it, it would recall so much energy back to myself. And I would feel so much more hopefully inspired and also like getting better at the actual craft that I want to get better at and these other things, trusting that they'll eventually fall into place. So getting out of my head and into my heart. And I had this revelation on Friday and then I went to the acupuncturist yesterday, um, having my most, my, living my best Venice life. And he kind of was talking about the same thing about like connecting your kidney to your heart with his acupuncture points uh, because that's like kind of like trusting our gut, connecting ourselves to like our deeper wisdom, our deepest innermost knowing. And so anyways, um, I think I felt like sad or scared today because I, I think it was like an overwhelm almost or like a distrust of like, if I really just do these things, like, am I sure like the other shoe won't drop or like, I won't really be doing it well because like I won't have Instagram posts to show for it. or just like, I don't know, silly getting in my head. But I think it was like self-sabotage of also like truly allowing myself to truly trust that I deserve to be spending more time doing the things that I just want to love and not spending, spinning my tires and all this other stuff and probably like allowing myself to be fully, fully seen for the things that are my childhood dreams. And I think I've, you know, for the most part, like gotten better at um, scrolling. Um, but Friday, not making excuses for myself, but I was at the doctor's office and um, it was like the doctor was an hour late and I didn't have a phone or I did have a phone. I did not have a journal. I did not have a book. So I ended up being on my phone and scrolling and getting into a little comparison vortex Um which, you know, it's so funny because I would always tell my clients, like, you know, when we're comparing ourselves, it's just uh, an opportunity to awaken us to what we want. Because if we're comparing, it's like, ooh, maybe part of me wants that. And how can I turn that into inspiration? Anyways, I know all this intellectually, but the comparison was not good. And it kind of like cast this weird um, energy over me this weekend as I was kind of thinking about how do I step more into doing what I love when all these people seem to be doing, you know, what they love and like documenting it so well. Anyway, so I was getting like going down this like whole spiral in my head. And I think that that kind of made me feel overwhelmed this weekend uh, for a variety of reasons. I'm literally like, this is talk therapy, guys. I'm just speaking it out to you right now, trying to make sense of it all. All of that's to say, I think when I slow down and ask myself, why am I sad? I think that it's kind of a combination of all those things, like trusting that I can do what I love, but feeling overwhelmed and maybe like learning to trust, not you know fully being there yet, 
uh, kind of shedding that energy from that little comparison vortex I went down at the doctor's office, but being compassionate with myself and just coming off my period, if we're also being honest, um, you know, from, from all standpoints. So yeah, felt good to just say that. So taking it back to yourself, what emotion, what is your emotion trying to tell you today? And like, if you could slow down and speak to it, what would it be saying? Um, because yeah, I think the sadness for me, it's telling me that I need to like slow down and be with little inner Meredith and little inner Meredith needs some more acknowledgement for me. She needs to feel heard. She needs to feel seen. She needs to feel a little bit more loved. And that's probably why I'm feeling this sadness. So when we can give more permission and slowness to our emotions, they can actually help root us and be like indicators of where we need to go next and what we need to heal next. So for me, I know that's giving little Meredith acknowledgement. I know that's looking at these different things that these different threads that I pulled out of where I can deepen my self-trust for this next chapter as I step into being more seen. Um, yeah. And then giving space to allow it to be authentic with it. Um, so to kind of break it down before we go into our meditation, I know this was a short but hopefully powerful one for you guys. Um, first step is just uh, labeling the emotion, acknowledging it. What are you feeling right now? Second step is how can you give yourself full permission to feel that emotion right now? How can you dial it up to 100% and just allow yourself to feel it? Third step is talking to that emotion, kind of like talking to your inner child. Why is it showing up? What is it here to try to communicate to you? And how can you listen? And then with that, how can you listen? Where do I go next? How can I allow myself to be with it a little longer? Kind of almost asking your inner child, like, what do I need? And then moving forward. So those are kind of the journaling questions, but I'll reiterate them after the meditation. But we'll do a quick little meditation to tune into your emotion. And this is a great one to do too. Like if you're experiencing anxiety, like why are you coming up? What are you here to show me? And how can I allow you to pass through? And then we don't attach ourselves or our personality to these emotions we know that they're just a visitor passing through. And that's why it's really helpful to kind of like treat it kind of in the second person, you know, like, what are you coming here to show me? I'm feeling the sadness. The sadness is present with me, but I am not the sadness or I'm not this anxiety or I'm not the shame. Okay, y'all, let's get to it. Closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in. And then let's just have a big over mouth exhale. Ha <sighs> ha. Second breath in, squeezing up at the top, and open mouth exhale. And then third and deepest breath in, taking another sip at the top, and exhaling it out. And as you breathe, bringing awareness 
into your heart space as you feel your heart beat in your chest, asking your heart what it's feeling right now in this moment. Identifying the emotion, and it might be two emotions, you know, it might be two seemingly uh, opposite emotions, but just letting them coexist or letting that emotion be. And imagining that an emotion fairy is in your heart and taps her wand and gives you full permission to feel this emotion fully. Removing any, like, I don't deserve to feel this or why am I feeling this way? Just removing all of that. She says, permission granted. And with that tap of her wand, all of this emotion starts flooding through your body. Knowing that you're safe as it's flooding through your body, but just allowing it, giving it full permission. Flooding out your toes, flooding up your spine, out the crown of your head, flooding down your collarbone, flooding down your forearms, out your fingertips. And just when you thought you're fully immersed in this emotion, dialing it up another 50% and letting yourself feel this emotion at 150%. And allowing yourself to relish in the aliveness, the humanness of feeling this emotion fully. How wonderful to be able to experience this emotion to this step. To love myself so compassionately, so fiercely to experience this emotion to this step. To sit with myself in experiencing this emotion. And just being overcome with so much love for yourself that you're sitting here taking the time to be with yourself in this emotion. The bravery, the courage, the power that you have to be able to do that. And then in that allowance of the emotion flooding through your body, returning your inner awareness to your heart space and seeing in it your inner child. Noticing how old they are in this moment. Noticing their demeanor. And seeing them embodied in this emotion. And just asking them with so much love. What have you come here to show me today? Like you're asking them in the emotion, why are you here? What do you need me to acknowledge? What are you trying to show me so I can heal, so I can release? Trusting whatever your emotion embodied as your inner child says. And then asking, One more question. What can I do to fully express you, to fully allow you, so you can pass through with ease? What can I do to fully express you so you can pass through with ease? 
trusting whatever it says. Maybe it's a snot cry. Maybe it's a scream into your pillow. Maybe it's like stomping around your house, just getting out some anger. And then thanking your inner child, the emotion, bringing them to your heart, bringing their heart to your heart, breathing into their heart, hugging them, feeling them relax into you until you both are one. Breathing in this stillness, this acceptance, and then taking a deep breath in. An open mouth exhale. Another breath in. And exhale, returning to this space, opening your eyes. Wow, guys. That felt like magic, honestly. As I was doing it, I was like, oh, little Meredith is so sad. She did so much this week. It's okay. It's okay that you're sad. You know, we can cry it out. We can listen to some John Mayer. We can watch a little sad chick flick. It's okay. But yeah, I just felt so much compassion for my little self in that. Um, And with that, I felt so much ease. Like I came into recording the podcast feeling this like heaviness. Um, Yeah, this like, again, like that resistance to experiencing that emotion fully. And now I feel, yeah, just so much acceptance, so much ah, clarity, you know? So to... To recap for yourself, first, acknowledging your emotion. Second, allowing yourself to feel it fully. Third, asking yourself, asking it, what is it here to show you? What is this emotion here to show you? Because like, for instance, if it's anger, then maybe it's like a boundary has been crossed that you need to communicate about. Or maybe if it's resentment, it's like you didn't communicate a boundary to someone and now you need to now it's time maybe if it's sadness it's just allowing yourself to have a cry and then giving yourself full permission to let this emotion pass through you before you try to fix it or intellectualize it it's just having that dialogue with it giving it permission to exist and allowing it to pass through you wow and that is how we alchemize our emotions and use our emotions as a compass, ladies and gentlemen. So I will personally be writing a little Meredith note tonight, maybe even a little song, who knows? We'll see how it goes. Um, Being compassionate and gentle with myself uh, because I think, yeah, like after having that revelation earlier this week, I'm like, I need to create, I need to be doing what I love. And it's like, it's okay. It doesn't have to all start tomorrow. Rome isn't built in a day as they say. Um, So I hope that that helps you guys too. And I'm excited to continue delivering authentic, powerful stuffs for you in the moment. And I'm so excited uh, for what we have in store because I'm really starting to see where we can go deeper together in this powerful self-inquiry. So If you have any comments or suggestions or topics you want covered, let me know. I'm at the Meredith Baker or at That's Powerful Stuff. And I will see you next week for more powerful stuff.
thank you for listening to the Powerful Stuff Podcast. We're your hosts, Meredith Baker and Eileen Legiu. We hope that you learn some powerful stuff that you can take away and implement into your own life. And if you do, we would love it if you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, Powerful Stuff. And if something deeply resonates with you and you share it on social media, tag us. We would love to hear from you. And we will also see you next week for some more powerful stuff.